Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. So let me hear the music, Colin. Take it away. Bing bong. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Good afternoon and welcome into this Thursday, April 14th edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Brought to you in part by Brown Funeral Home and Cremations. Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home. Excuse me, that's probably served the area since 1880. Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin, happy to have you with us today. As uh, hopefully tonight, well, everything's looking like it'll happen. The softball game that never apparently wanted to be played, Mother Nature didn't want it to be played, but now it'll be played, Colin. Yeah, the saying is uh, third time's a charm, so hopefully it does get played tonight. The uh, rain that was in the forecast, I believe, has uh, now vacated the uh, forecast, so we should be uh, able to finally get Martinsburg at Musselman softball tonight for the uh, first time this season between the two schools. Definitely, and we'll get into a little recap of the EPAC baseball games that were on last there that happened last night. Uh, Jefferson beat Berkeley Springs 12 to one in five innings after a 10 run burst in the first inning. They improved to 15 and one. They're back in action this afternoon at Frankfurt. Uh, Jared Day pitched four innings of one hit ball with 12 Ks, while Sam Wobnett slugged his way to a three for three evening with four RBIs and two runs. And uh, Jefferson just keeps rolling. Yeah, I mean, no surprise there that Jefferson gets that win over a smaller. Uh, school in berkeley springs um so i think it's just impressive now with that win that they've been able to really see uh some of their younger pitching still perform at a high level um which is good to see for them down the stretch because you know you're going to need those arms and you know 12-1 win they've had they have a lot of games this week so uh they're going to have to really rely on that pitching and some secondary guys that uh, we'll get that varsity experience, and that's why Jefferson uh, continues to be one of the best programs around here because they have uh, a lot of guys that can perform at a varsity level and continue continue to push the guy ahead of them. And I think that will be uh, important for Jefferson. Plus, when they get these big wins, you know they get to get a lot of the guys in the ball game that maybe wouldn't play in a game against like Martinsburg or Washington or any of the other EPAC schools. Uh, so. To get that opportunity for those guys, and, and they still play well, and also some of your star players playing well, it is important. But it's a busy week for the Cougars. I think they have what one more game this week. I think no, they have tonight, and then they have, I believe have a doubleheader tomorrow afternoon yeah. against Greenbrier East. I believe that is correct. Uh, they were the one team that has games every day this week. Yep, Greenbrier East tomorrow, four and six p.m. to this afternoon at four p.m. at Frankfurt. So. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, doubleheader Friday for them, and then they uh, get ready to head down to South Carolina. Yeah, so, you know, it's a busy week, and obviously those teams that they'll play in South Carolina will be really good, so uh, it's a good chance for Jefferson to maybe kind of get get into, uh, I guess, away from maybe being comfortable and beating up on some of the local teams and continue to play uh, tough competition. Anything? 
All right, well, Hedgesville, or excuse me, Musselman was also in action last night, baseball-wise. They fell to James Wood out of Virginia 11-3, to now 9-5 and on the season. They're back in, on the diamond tonight at Moorefield, so that's a region game, right? Is that a region? No, that's not a regional game. No, Moorefield's single A, I oh, okay. think. Yeah. Okay, They're, yeah, not a regional game. All right, well, other games tonight, uh, Hedgesville is at Hampshire. Washington travels to Maryland to take on Clear Spring. So Hedgesville trying to get back in the win column. Washington trying to continue uh, what it's done as, uh, of late so far, trying to uh, just kind of get one more game in before they get ready to head down to Myrtle Beach. That will be, uh, you know, again, a game where you can maybe get some younger guys in since it's a single-A team. Uh, so you can get that experience for those guys because, like I said, Myrtle Beach it is a good competition, a good chance to evaluate your team against some different schools that you're not going to see again. So, uh, you know, they'll, they'll probably try to get that quality win but also keep the intensity going into uh, what will be a fun but also a business trip down there in Myrtle Beach. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing how the five teams that will represent the EPAC down there in uh, Myrtle Beach do. I, I feel like uh, they will really compete against the teams down there, and maybe we see the uh, teams like Martinsburg and uh, Jefferson and Washington uh, possibly have to play each other come Friday or Saturday. Yeah, that could be a possibility just due to the, the seating in there. Uh, but now let's move on to tonight on Talk Radio WRNR, as we just previously mentioned in TV10 softball. Three weeks in the making, the matchup. Uh, Musselman hosting Martinsburg. Colin, you're on the call with Jim Klein tonight. Uh, you did one Martinsburg softball game there against Spring Mills a few weeks back, uh, but there, then you were set to do two two weeks ago, I believe. Uh, unfortunately, weather wiped those out. Now they're uh, ones rescheduled to tonight, and that is Musselman hosting Martinsburg. Uh, what have your what has your prep led you to so far? Well, Martinsburg is still uh, continuing to struggle this year. Still uh, winless in the past two games. They've uh, really struggled, unfortunately, for them being no hit in back to back games against uh, Jefferson and Washington. So they just need to get some things going, get their batch rolling, try to see if uh, it can be the little things that you know just add up to some positive runs or hits Musselman though they've been getting a little better they've had some uh wins the past couple games I believe it's been back-to-back wins for the uh Lady Appleman and they're at home they've dominated the uh series as of late between these two schools so on paper it should be Musselman's game to uh easily win tonight and we'll see how it goes all right uh well, I guess got a shocking text message. Maybe you didn't do your job there, Colin. All right, well, that'll do it for this first segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online. They'll deliver it to you. If you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more. On the other side of this two-minute break, we will uh, talk the NBA playing games from last night. That is next after this two-minute break. You're tuned to the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM AM 740, streaming live on TV10. It's Facebook page and on TV10, Comcast Channel 10 in Berkeley and Jefferson County. back in two minutes.
home theater, networking, and much more. With a Control 4 system, you can consolidate into a single and simple solution, eliminating the need for a table full of remotes or dozens of apps on your cell phone. Hagerstown Ford continues to be your leader in car sales up and down the I-81 corridor. We will beat any and all competitors' prices. We've made buying a new car easier than ever with one-day delivery better than Amazon and a return policy better than Walmart. Your satisfaction is our guarantee. If you don't like it, simply return it and we'll come pick it up. No questions asked. Why would you shop anywhere else? At Hagerstown Ford, we take great pride in our community and supporting our local student-athletes. That's why Hagerstown Ford is the official car dealership of Shepard Rams quarterback Tyson Bajant. Our remote buying process has made new car shopping so easy, you'll never even set foot in a dealership. Simply go to HagerstownFord.com and click on the car you want to buy it, or use the Axel Auto app. It's that easy. You can order your new car on any device. Go to HagerstownFord.com and get your new car signed, sealed, and delivered from Hagerstown Ford. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. W. Harley Miller Systems understands the need and desire for reliable and affordable smart home solutions. Secure your home with a security system and keep a close eye on your family. Automate your home with a control force system and have smart technology work as one. Set daily schedules to control your thermostats. Push a button and set the mood for dinner by dimming lights and playing music. Or just sit back and enjoy a movie in your own home theater. Put decades of experience to work for you. Visit us at whmsystems.com or call 304-350-1931. You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, TV10, streaming live on the TV10 Facebook page, as well as at WRNR underscore Sports Mix on Twitter. Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin. Happy to have you with us on this Thursday afternoon here in the Eastern Panhandle. Uh, Let's talk some NBA basketball, the second night of the play-in tournament last night. Uh, Some good games, I, I, I think, right? Was I wrong on that? I mean, well, Hawks Hornets wasn't close at yeah. all, which we had thought would be closer. I mean, you guys all picked the Hawks. I kind of threw the Hornets out there to to maybe give a different opinion, and uh, I thought it would at least be kind of a toss up. But you know, Atlanta. The second just blew game them out. was a lot better, though. Yeah, second but, uh, game was closer. So Atlanta blows out the Hornets, one thirty two, one oh three. Uh, kind of started there in the first quarter, able to score 32 points, only giving up 23. And then a closer uh, second quarter, but uh, obviously a 10-point lead, or excuse me, a 9-point lead heading into the quarter. So it wasn't that that uh, close because uh, Hornets ended up outscoring the Hawks 29-28 in the second quarter. 
to at halftime put the deficit at eight. But uh, a big, huge third quarter there for the Hawks, 42 points, only giving up 24 points, really the difference maker in there as, uh, as a three-point ball game difference in the fourth quarter scoring. Um, so uh, the 132-103 is the score there. Um, it was kind of a balanced scoring attack there for uh, the Hawks. Yeah, and they have a balanced team. They have an experienced playoff team. Trey Young obviously leads the team, but they do have a lot of guys that can put up double figure scoring, whether it be Gallinari, Hunter, uh, even Capella at times, Kevin Herter. Uh, the Maryland grad can, can shoot the ball well from the outside. So, you know, they have a lot of guys that can put the ball in the basket. It's really just about consistent consistency and chemistry for Atlanta this year. And uh, they were – you know, on top of that last night, um, and and really, Charlotte just struggled to shoot the ball, only shooting thirty seven percent from the floor, thirty one percent from three. That that's not going to get forty one three pointers last yeah. night. Yeah, it's a ton. And, and Atlanta took thirty two, but they made half of them exactly. So yeah. if you're shooting the ball that well, I, I think the forty one threes is probably because they try to keep pace with the Hawks, and they couldn't. Yeah, they yeah. couldn't do that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, six players in double figures for uh, Atlanta last night. Trying to see, it looks like uh, Capella was the only... No, there were two players. Yeah, Trey Young also had a double-double because of his assists. And I said he needed to uh, be the guy to kind of put the team on his back. And he, he led the team in scoring, but I don't know if he really put him on his back because as i said six other guys in double figures all five of your starters with 13 plus points bogdanovich had 13 off the bench and looking at charlotte's bench they didn't really contribute that much but ball had 26 points who was the leading scorer in the entire game it was just the fact as you said atlanta shot the lights out of the uh gym and the hornets couldn't keep up yeah, I mean, another point to Trey Young really not having to carry the team. Of those 16 threes, he shot one of seven from three, and he had 20, 24 from the floor, so really didn't have the best scoring night for him, but he was able to create for others, get to the foul line, and, and rack up a few points there. And uh, that's what makes Atlanta kind of an interesting team if they end up getting that eight seed. I don't think they contend, but they could probably take a game or two from a team and at least give you a, a hard-fought series. I, I agree with that. I think that if they do get that eighth seed come uh, Friday, it'll be interesting to see how they uh, fare in that series. Yeah, definitely. So it sets up a Hawks-Cavs matchup tomorrow night, 7.30 p.m. ESPN. Atlanta favored early by two and a half. Uh, the second game last night featured the Spurs and the Pelicans. A lot closer game. It was a 10-point ball game there. Um, and it seemed like the Spurs were really trying to make the comeback there. They outscored the Pelicans by seven points in the final quarter, uh, but they uh, were just unable to get even closer. Uh, it was a 113-103 victory there. And uh, the Pelicans moving on to the next round on Friday. Uh, Pelicans will take on – who do they take on? Um, I'm blanking on it too, but it would be – the Clippers. Clippers, the yeah. Clippers. Yeah, this computer just is not letting me click to Friday's matchups. There it is. Pelicans and Clippers. The Clippers open up a four-point favorite, but back to the game last night. Um, Pelicans get the victory. Uh, McCollum out there scoring 32 points. Uh, 
and six rebounds, seven boards. Uh, but uh, look, it was a better game than obviously the first game. Yeah, and I think with New Orleans, I don't think they do anything this year or even make the playoffs. I think they probably lose to the Clippers. But you know, you got C.J. McCollum as kind of your leader right now. You're you're hoping that Zion uh, can get healthy and be a big part of your team next year. Go along with Brandon Ingram and some of their other pieces off the bench. I think New Orleans could be a, a solid team in the future, but I just don't see much for them this year. And I know there's already talks like Zion trying to leave, and I just don't know who would take the risk on Zion because while he is a great athlete, uh, he's had injuries, had weight concerns uh, that would kind of hold you back. And it does seem like New Orleans always has like a star player, and then they have to sell them away before they ever really get going. I mean, Chris Paul was there for a long time, so that made sense. But Anthony Davis was only there for a little bit, and then they were already trying to move him on from him because he was unhappy there. And there are some pieces on this team of Brandon Ingram, McCollum, and potentially Zion to build around that kind of, not necessarily a big three because I don't consider any of them to be like superstars, but at least all-star caliber players. Um moving forward but i don't think they beat the clippers on friday just because I, I don't think they have enough defensively uh, to slow down a clippers team that just has a lot of good pieces yeah i agree i think the uh clippers will get the uh win but even though i didn't like uh or i didn't watch the game i'd like what at least statistically what i see from the uh pelicans you got three guys last night scoring 20 plus points i think ingram is a uh player depth wise that can help contribute next year if zion is healthy and does well mccollum as nick said leading the team right now he led the team in scoring last night so they have a future it's just the present right now you're not there yet yeah definitely and this was somewhat significant for the wizards because san antonio Mm -hmm. now would have the ninth best odds at the number one pick and the wizards now move to the 10th best odds Uh, so most likely it will be pick number 10 but again it kind of is random and we'll see maybe the wizards get really lucky and win the lottery <laughs> maybe i don't know if they'll get lucky is but there a yeah. way to see like the i guess greatest odds that would yeah, ever think, have gotten the number one pick oh, like in terms of like lowest team going in to yeah the lottery to get it i'm not certain what that would be you'd have to really do if we could figure deep that out. dive research I don't know. Again, 7.30 ESPN tomorrow night. Hawks, Cavs, Atlanta favored by 2.5. Then 10 p.m. on TNT, Pelicans, Clippers. Clippers favored by 4. Obviously, this is probably going to change. We'll talk more about it tomorrow. Hopefully, Avery will be on to to give us some of his NBA wisdom about this. Uh, But I didn't realize that the first-round games did start on Saturday. For some reason, I thought they started Monday. I don't know why I was two days off, but... uh, give you an early look at the first round matchups on saturday 1 p.m espn jazz mavericks west first round game utah favored by four and a half uh 3 30 p.m grizzlies timberwolves on espn memphis favored by seven excuse me uh then 6 p.m on espn raptors 76ers uh 76ers favored by four and a half then 8 30 p.m on abc nuggets and warriors golden state favored by six um what's your thoughts on these opening uh 
playoff rounds uh, or opening matchups here for the first round of the East and West playoffs to begin. Well, as of the ones that are officially yeah. set, um, I think the Mavs Jazz is interesting because we don't quite know Luca's status for the yeah. playoffs, but it isn't a significant injury. So I would I would take the Mavs in seven, presuming he comes back and it is effective. Um, but if he misses a few games, I would probably give the Jazz a few wins. Uh, Timberwolves Grizzlies. I, again, we said it yesterday. We think Minnesota will make it tougher on Memphis since they're two young teams, and that makes it a more even matchup. So I'll take Memphis in six. Uh, Toronto, Philly. I think um, I like the 76ers to win that series. Toronto is a is a solid team, but again, they don't really have a closer. They don't have a guy down the stretch that they can rely on. They have Van Vliet and Siakam who have kind of, I think, reached their ceiling and have gone above what people probably expected them to be but i think philly wins that series ultimately in six games and nuggets warriors the nuggets are beat up they have Jokic, uh, which will cause a problem for golden state because they really don't have any size but even with clay not really playing clay's level they have curry i know he's got a little bit of an injury too i still think golden state though takes that series in uh six games and then as these finalized matchups, Nets Celtics, um, Nets win that one. Sorry, Colin in seven. Uh, Bulls Bucks. I think the Bulls have really struggling against the top tier teams in the East. So I'll take the Bucks in five. And we don't know the Suns or the Heat matchup yet. Yeah, that's what I was just about to get into. So whoever wins the uh, East play-in game Friday night will take on the Heat. Sunday, 1 p.m. TNT, and then whoever wins the West play-in game, Pelicans Clippers, will take on the Suns Sunday night, 9 p.m. TNT, uh, and then the 3.30 Nets-Celtics game on ABC, 6.30 Bulls-Bucks game is on TNT. Uh, so a full weekend of the NBA uh, for your watching. Pleasure's there to start the playoffs. I'll start with uh, the Saturday games and go into uh, who I think will win in the series. I'll start with uh, the Utah Jazz. I think they're going to win the series against the uh, Mavs in seven. It looks like they're favored here in uh, game one on the road. I'll go with the uh, Grizzlies. Sorry, David Wood in uh, five games. 76ers, even though I've never been a uh, Philly guy no matter what sport, I'll say that they beat the uh, Raptors in six games and then the Warriors and the Nuggets I got Golden State and uh give me five games for them going to Boston I'll obviously disagree with Nick I'll go with the Celtics in six and then the Bucks I'll give them uh six games as well and I think the Suns will probably get a uh, sweep no matter who they play and the Heat I think can uh get it done in I'll say five games yeah, I'll take the team. I'll take the Heat and the Suns in those matchups, no matter who they're playing. Uh, we'll start with the East first round for me. I'll take the uh, Nets over the Celtics. I don't know. Just something about this Nets team late in the season has just got me thinking. Uh, maybe they can have that big upset over the Celtics. Sorry, Colin. Uh, Bucks. I'll just let you guys know whenever you're wrong. That you're going to be wrong. So, <laughs> what's that mean? <laughs> I, I'm going to do a big. I told you so. So, uh, okay. 
I think it's going to take six or seven games, though, for that. Uh, Bucks, Bulls. Bulletin board material. Jason Tatum right here. Bucks, Nick Bulls. Verzellini, Spencer Dupuis. Yeah, I'm sure he's really worried about what I have to <laughs> yeah. say. Well, last time I said that he was going to lose, he dropped 50 on my favorite team. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bucks, Bulls. I got he Bucks might be listening. in five. Uh, 76ers, Raptors. I've got 76ers in six. Uh, over to the West, Grizzlies and Timberwolves. I've got the Grizzlies in six. I think the Timberwolves kind of make it a battle, but they lose game six when they needed that game, and it just ends the series. Golden State Nuggets. Uh, I think it's it's got to be the Warriors, but I think it takes five or six games. Uh, Mavericks, Jazz. I don't know. This is kind of a toss-up to me only because we don't know the status, uh, as Nick said, of uh, Luka. But I, I don't know. It's a 4-5 matchup, so it's a pretty good matchup when you look at it. I think it's going to go seven games, and I'm going to give the edge to the Mavericks. Yeah, if Luka plays, I mean, he's well, he's going to play at some point. We yeah. just don't know how healthy he is. How much he'll play. If I mean, he's the best player plays. on the floor. So that, that yeah. And plus, we know Utah has you know a little bit of off-the-court issues. They might be looking to move on from their team. So it might not even go seven games if if they're kind of focused on other things and not necessarily focused on the game but at least on paper it, it, it's a good series and usually those four or fives are the toughest to pick do we want to throw our our finals predictions in now as well might as well yeah i, I would i mean it's boring but i I think we're going to see a re, repeat of what we saw last year and we're going to see the bucks and the suns again but i think this time the suns win in uh seven i'll go with my team like I did in March Madness, technically, even though they're not my team, they're my family's team, I guess, with Kansas. So give me Boston over the uh, Suns in seven. Why not? Live on the wild side. I don't, I'm not, I'm not that big of an NBA guy, but I want to agree with Nick. As much as I want to take another side, I'm just not that big into the NBA right now. So I just don't, I haven't watched a lot of games I don't know a lot about. So I'm going to agree with Nick. All right. All right, well, that'll do it for this second segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Orsini's Home Store, not just appliance store any longer. Cabinets and designer bedding, outdoor living, it is family-owned and operated right here in Martinsburg at 360 Hack Wilson Way. Go to Orsini's.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll talk some baseball. We'll talk the uh, Nats and O's and just look around the, uh, the bigs here. Week into the season. Last week was opening day. A week ago today was opening day. So we'll look at a week into the season that's next on today's edition of the Sports Mix. Hi, this is Lauren from Orsini. right here in Martinsburg. Grilling is not just for the boys. We are a platinum Traeger dealer carrying the Pro Series all the way up to the Timberline Series. We have every flavor of wood pellets along with accessories, rubs, sauces, not just Traeger. We carry Utz, Meat Church, Lanes, and Dizzy Pig. We also carry a full line of Yeti products. Orsini's has everything to complete your backyard. Visit us at 360 Hack Wilson Way or at Orsini's.com. 
Are you at risk for a heart attack or stroke? WV Medicine would like to remind you it's important to recognize the signs and symptoms so you can seek medical attention fast. The acronym FAST stands for F, face drooping, A, arm weakness, S, speech difficulty, and T, time to call 911. If you are having a stroke, get medical attention right away. Immediate treatment may decrease the risk of disability and prevent death. This important message is brought to you by WV Medicine. Looking for some nightlife? Then look no further. Laddie's Bar and Grill has a full bar and kitchen, pool table, and entertainment with great food at affordable prices. You can dine in or carry out by calling us at 304-263-5233. Laddie's is open Monday through Saturdays from 8 a.m. to 3 a.m. and Sundays from 10 a.m. to 3 a.m. We serve breakfast all day long, and our lunch and dinner specials are posted every day on our Facebook page. So stop on in to Laddie's Bar and Grill, located at 107 Lutz Avenue in Martinsburg. Not sure where to go or who to trust with your flooring project? And start with Trips Flooring, proudly serving the area for more than 25 years. Specializing in floor sanding and refinishing, along with installation of new flooring, including hardwood, tile, vinyl, laminate, carpet, and the hottest trend in flooring luxury vinyl, tile, and luxury vinyl plank. Are you on a budget? Check out their warehouse, cash and carry, or call 304-229-7009, or visit them online at tripsfloorsanding.com. Now, back to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Uh, just kind of give you a preview. Tomorrow we'll be joined at 12.15 by Martinsburg Baseball Head Coach Aaron Byler. Tomorrow night, a special night at um, at P.O. Faulkner Park. Uh, they are dedicating the indoor hitting facility to uh, the late assistant coach Brett Twig, who passed away last year at the end of 2021, um, I do believe after a battle with cancer. Um so that'll be a uh, we'll talk to him about what they're doing tomorrow night and uh, we'll have that game for you and we'll carry the whole ceremony uh, and I believe his daughter is throwing out the first pitch so we'll have that for you as well I'm also want to to say thank you you'll probably hear me say thank you multiple times to Country Road Creations they're providing us with the shirts that they were selling Uh, they're donating those to us to wear on the broadcast tomorrow so I want to thank them for that Uh, but let's get into the MLB now uh We'll just we'll start with the local teams here, and then we'll kind of branch out to the overall aspect of baseball a week into the season. Uh, the Nats get a victory yesterday on Getaway Day over the Braves. Uh, it was a pretty big victory for them, uh, only because they got hammered the other night before. They got they got just kicked while down, and they lost. Um, what was the score? Sixteen to four the night prior but yesterday getting the 3-1 victory you heard that right after our show yesterday uh josiah gray came in yesterday pitched five innings only allowed one hit no runs three walks five strikeouts lowered his era early in the season to four finnegan came in doolittle came in all for one inning and c-shack came in for one inning rainy got the save uh so the nats only gave up three hits yesterday Pretty good for them after what happened the night before. Um, Soto went one for four yesterday. Uh, Cesar Hernandez, two for four. Two for four day for Bell and Maca Franco, who's doing really good so far this season. So seven hits 
and the three runs. Um, Nats back in action tonight uh, for a weird time. Pittsburgh has weird starting times. I don't know if you've ever noticed that, Colin or Nick. Have you guys ever noticed that? Six thirty-five. Yeah, six thirty-five. That's their like normal weeknight first pitch. Actually, their normal first pitch time six thirty-five. Uh, Colin, guess who's on the bump for the Nats? Uh, Odone. Yeah, he's Alrighty. on the bump for the Mats and Brew Baker on the bump for the Pirates. Six thirty-five. We'll join that depending on how much time is left in the game after the um, Muscleman Martinsburg softball game tonight. Uh, but a big series with the Pirates for the Nats, three and four on the year, uh, both team, and then the uh, Pirates are two and three on the season tomorrow night. I believe tomorrow is Jackie Robinson Day. Yes. So forty-two jerseys all around the MOB. We'll talk about that probably tomorrow as well. Uh, but the Nationals get a victory yesterday. They take two of three from the Braves after uh, taking one of four from the from the Mets to start the season. Uh, we kind of knew coming into the season the Nats weren't going to be an NL East contending team. So to start the season three and four, it's pretty good. The Mets out to the lead five to two there in the division. Phillies are three and three Atlanta and Washington three and four in Miami pulling up the rear one and four. Uh, We'll uh, have some more Nats stuff obviously tomorrow and uh, you'll be able to hear the Nats after uh, probably throughout all of next week after the games are over. So we'll, we'll could pretty much carry every night a Nats game after our games are over down in Myrtle Beach. Uh, but now let's shift over to the Orioles. I know you guys want to talk about their, about the Orioles. They uh, they squandered a, a chance to get a victory yesterday, right, guys? Yeah, I mean, they were down 2 nothing, tied it up at 2, and Jorge Lopez did what Jorge Lopez does best, and that's uh, give up runs. <laughs> and he gives up two runs, and they end up losing 4-2. to two. Um Honestly, the pitching has kind of surprised me to start this season. I feel like besides the 8 nothing game uh, and the game Watkins pitched the other day wasn't great, but I think the bullpen's been really solid. Lopez has been bad, but we already kind of knew that about him. Um, but overall, I mean, they're, they're giving their guys a chance to win for the most part every single night. It's just they can't hit, <laughs> which I thought the hitting would be kind of better than the pitching. Uh, but really, it's only the three guys that we know are legitimate MLB players, and that's Mullins, Mountcastle, and Mancini that are putting up decent numbers. And Santander, I think, has had a few moments here and there, and I'd say he's a legit MLB guy. But for the most part, the lineup just isn't driving in runs when they have guys on base. And if you don't do that, you're going to lose games no matter how well you pitch or how many good opportunities you give yourself. So that is the really the main issue for the Orioles right now, I'd say, is uh not able to get in runs and, and that sounds like such a simple thing as an issue but that is the Orioles issue and uh John Means also goes down with an injury so hopefully everything's good there because when he's healthy uh, he's one of the best pitchers in baseball yeah hopefully he's uh gonna heal up here quickly so that he doesn't miss a start but yeah I, other than that eight nothing loss to end the series against Tampa each game for the Orioles has been a one run a two one or two run game, excuse me, this entire season. So they've been competing, but the past two games, as you said, they've blown opportunities in games that they should have won. They could have easily swept Milwaukee at home. You had a four two lead in the game two nights ago, blew it to get to five four. 
You had an opportunity with the bases loaded and nobody out, and you couldn't get anybody to score. Three guys struck out in a row there in the bottom of the eighth last, or two nights ago, and then last night you tied it up at two all in the eighth, and Lopez gives up two runs because he can't hit the strike zone unless it's a meatball right down the middle to allow a uh, (laughs) triple and then an almost home run to the uh, best players in the lineup for Milwaukee. And then you can't get anything going after that. You got guys that you have to rely on, like Urias or Ben Boom, to make big plays. Pinch hitting wise, you really have nobody yeah, to come bench off the terrible. bench. Guys that you've never heard of. And even though he might suck in the field, it probably would have been nice to have DJ Stewart in an opportunity to pinch hit in those situations. Yes, power. (laughs) He would have been able to at least put it in play compared to some of the guys that you had. Potentially, but I'm I'm done with the DJ Stewart experiment. I trust him two nights ago in that bases loaded, nobody out situation compared to the guys that struck out three straight. Fair enough. I I, I do suppose he's a little bit better bet than what they have coming off the bench. That is a major issue for the Orioles they have nobody on the bench so pretty much I mean their starters aren't great but at least they're serviceable at times and then if you need to go to a pinch hitter you can't go to one so or at least have any confidence in them um you know and Diaz got hurt too in the minors so that was the one guy that I was kind of excited about could potentially come up and maybe give a lift to the bench but Yanciel Diaz is uh now on the seven day IL so you know, we'll just kind of wait and see with the Orioles. I think, again, we knew it wasn't going to be a good season, but it is disappointing that they've been somewhat competitive and just can't get another win. And they're the only team, I think, with one win on the season in the MLB. So I'm trusting no, DJ, DJ Stewart any day over well. Owings, and Mateo, or McKenna. Maybe not Mateo, but Ryan McKenna and whoever Owings is with bases loaded. I'd rather Whoever have DJ Owings Stewart. Is? You don't even know who your players is. Chris or Owings, I think. or yeah. he, He's a veteran guy that's floating around the MLB and isn't very good besides defensively. All right, well, Orioles holding up the rear in their division at 1-5. and five. Uh, Boston and New York both at 3-3, three and three, and Toronto and Tampa Bay both at 4-2. and two. Uh, So only three wins difference there between the top – teams and they're the top two teams and the For bottom now. teams hey you could sweep a series who knows they're not they play the, the yankees. yankees next they ain't sweeping that i'm trying to be optimistic about your team jeez right, we're being realistic <laughs> yes all right uh good, let's talk around the mlb yesterday everybody was definitely shocked to, to get a notification if you have mlb at bat notification shocked to get a notification uh that Clayton Kershaw had a perfect game going, 80 pitches through seven innings. And then the next notification you get, Dodgers pull Kershaw before he goes back out for the eighth inning. Yeah. There's only one reason I could think why this would happen. Is I guess it's kind of like a multitude of things pushed together. Uh, he's getting older, obviously. Shorter spring training. And it's the beginning of the season. You're seeing a lot of guys throughout the MLB pitching four, five, six innings right now that could maybe go six, seven, or eight innings pitch number-wise. Uh, but 80 pitchers gets pulled with 13 strikeouts after uh, uh, a perfect game through seven innings. They pulled him, and then literally the next inning, uh, the relief pitcher came in and uh, gave up a hit. So I believe it was a one-hitter yesterday. But, but what's your take on uh, – 
Roberts pulling him and, uh, you know, not giving him a chance to take the perfect game. Well, I have mixed feelings on it. I, I do understand the fact that Kershaw's been kind of beat up the last few years, and, and you're going to need him if you want to make a run at a World Series. But also there's the fact that it's a perfect game. Like, you, you, you don't pull the guy in a perfect game situation, especially only at 80 pitches. Uh, I mean, that's history. That That's something that you let him try to finish. And then if he gives up a hit, then you pull him, and, you know, it's no harm done. Uh while it maybe benefits the Dodgers long term, I don't know. We'll see. But a perfect game is a perfect game. I'm leaving them in. I have no mixed feelings about it. This just shows why baseball is declining. Nobody watches it. I tuned in just because I saw it was a perfect game. As soon as I saw Kershaw get pulled, stopped watching. Stupid decision. It's a perfect game. There's only been 23 of those, I think, or 24 in the history of baseball. You don't pull a guy in that situation. Yeah. He I, Has Kershaw even had a perfect game before? I know he's had no hitters, but has he had a perfect game in I'm not certain one that. of those? I have to look that up. It, it's literally... The, it's stupid. Yeah. I don't understand why you did it. 80 pitches is nothing through seven innings. You're playing the twins so the likelihood of him getting it probably was higher than most i mean you're already up six nothing he's rolling through you're i I don't understand all those excuses you know he's getting up there in age it's early in the season you want to keep the pitch count low so that he doesn't get hurt so if he gives up a hit pull him then allow the bullpen to stay warming up you were up 6 nothing. if he gives up a hit or a home run to end a shutout. It's okay. You're still up five runs. Give him that chance at a perfect game. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I would, would tend to agree. I mean, like I said, I wouldn't have pulled him, but there are those reasonings why, and I just want to kind of lay those out. All those reasonings are BS. <laughs> well, I'm just telling you, Colin, why they Colin decided to do it. over there. Uh, Kershaw has not thrown a perfect game in his career, so he's thrown no hitters, but he's never thrown a perfect game. And I don't know. I, I, I probably, yeah, like I said, I would leave him in. And I mean, like you said too. I mean, it's a historical number. And it's a, and the article I also saw said something like it's a good move for maybe the health of Kershaw and the future of the team, but it's a bad move for the fans. And I think, like you said, I mean, a chance to throw a perfect game is so rare. They don't get finish very often and he took that away from him so i I didn't like that idea jim klein just posted in the comments did he say bs yikes i didn't say what it stood for i just said the abbreviation so we're good all right so speaking of the dodgers berkeley springs that's what it is speaking of the dodgers uh the mlb and the players union have again extended the leave of absence or Dodgers pitcher Trevor Bauer through April 22nd. Um, it's a seven-day extension. When do you think you're just going to go ahead and suspend him? I don't understand why they won't just go ahead and suspend him. Like They're having to meet, the, to set up a meeting every six, six, seven days to formally do this. Why don't they just formally suspend him already? I mean, he's never going to pitch again, I don't think so. Why don't the Dodgers just cut him? I don't understand. Well, I mean, he has a fully guaranteed contract anyway. Oh, yeah. So maybe they're 
still holding out that he's going to return, even though he's not a guy you'd want in your locker room anyway. So I really don't know what the future is with or what the situation exactly is now with Trevor Bauer, but I think the extension really doesn't do much because, like I said, I don't think he's going to pitch again for any team. Yeah. Any thoughts? I agree. It, it's dumb that they keep dragging it along. Just get get it over with. It was the same feeling during the uh, Deshaun Watson for well, the we NFL. We still don't have a solution on exactly. that. Exactly. So even though he was signed to a huge contract, there's still no solution. Yeah. I don't know. I just wanted to bring that up because it's still news, and it's news every time it happens. All right. ESPN released their Week One power rankings in the MLB. Uh, Kind of just if you agree with the order, I'll state out the order. If you agree with the order, if there's a team not in the top 10, excuse me, that you should think it be in the top 10, or if you think a team is, you know, at six, seven, or eight and they deserve to be in the top three, uh, just let that be known. Number one, Dodgers, three and two on the season. Uh, Astros, four and two on the season at two, three, the Blue Jays at four and two, the four, the White Sox, four and one, five, Tampa Bay. Rays at four and two, six the three and four Braves, seven the three and three Yankees, eight the five and two Mets, nine the four and three Padres, and ten the three and three Phillies. I think uh, the Giants deserve to be in the top ten. They're four and two right now. Um, they've had you know a pretty good start to the season. I also think that uh, I think the Braves are a little too high. They should come in at like nine or ten. And I think potentially you put the Mets up there, kind of switch them with six and eight, I think could be a possibility there. I also think that uh, White Sox don't get enough uh, don't get enough pub for what they're doing uh, with Lance Lynn and Lucas or uh, yeah, Lance Lynn and Lucas Giolito, but they're injured starters, so I could see that um, why they're not up there. But they're probably going to come back at some point here, so we'll see that probably happening later on. But the Dodgers at one. Astros at two, Tampa Bay, Blue Jays at three. What do we think? I mean, if you're just going based off record, there's definitely some teams that would be higher. Uh, if you're going kind of a combination of record, talent, and what you expect, I, I understand these rankings. I'm, I'm with you that Atlanta should be a little bit lower, though, because they just lost two out of three games to the team in Washington that not a lot of yeah. people expected uh, to be very good. I, I'd probably move the Mets up a little bit. I know that they have a lot of injuries on their pitching staff, or at least DeGrom is out. But, you know, they've still stayed right there at 5-2. and two, And I would I would move them into the top, you know, five or so. I, I think that would be respectable for the Mets. Uh, any team outside of the top ten, I mean, it, it, like I said, it's very early, but St. Louis is 3-1, and one, but maybe not enough games to maybe move up there. Uh, and then like Cleveland is four and two. Yeah, it, and they're all the way down. The, the Rockies. Yeah, the Rockies are are twenty first. A four and one team that just took a series against the Dodgers, who's number one, and then won two games against Texas, who started off all right. I I feel like this is just content that ESPN wants. It's kind of stupid that you're putting out power rankings this early. Yeah, like this. It's only been a week and. It's the same teams that are the preseason Pretty favorites, much, I yeah. feel like. Nothing's really changed, even though the records are different. Like, the Dodgers at 3-2, and two, that's your number one. If you're going off records, are you going off what the future's supposed to be? Yeah. So that's why the power rankings, they don't matter anyway, but they exactly. really don't matter right now because it doesn't tell you anything. 
Yeah, I would agree with you on that. Just wanted to see what everybody was thinking about that. All right, that does it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Parsons Ford. Ken Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one. First, go to ParsonsFord.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll wrap things up, talk a little Capitals. They're back in action tonight. That's next when we wrap things up on today's edition of the Sports Mix. Anyways, my mind's a mile a minute, and my thoughts to bark like hounds with four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords, financing from 0%, Parsons' goal of financing for all, and Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. Safety doesn't come from owning a gun, it's knowing how to safely use it. Valley Guns 2 off I-81 Exit 5 Inwood helps you build your safety skills with our defensive handgun one course taught by NRA certified instructors. You must have already completed the basic handgun course as a prerequisite for this course. Valley Guns 2 will conduct this class Saturday, April the 23rd. Valley Guns 2 is also accepting registrations for the defensive rifle carbine one course April 24. Classes beginning April 3 will be held at the Valley Guns 2 Firearms Training Center located in Bloomery, West Virginia. Find out more at valleyguns2.com. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Grill and Pub! Conveniently located right off 81 at 214 Mid-Atlantic Parkway, Mountaineer Grill and Pub offers many daily specials, including happy hour 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. with $2 domestic bottles and $2.50 domestic drafts. Monday night is trivia night, Thursday night is wing night, and Wednesday and Sunday night is steak night. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Grill and Pub! Do you love martial arts? Are you a little more Miyagi-Do than Cobra Kai? Dragon Warrior Kung Fu offers a well-rounded program designed to promote and encourage learning and growth in a family-friendly environment. Because Kung Fu is not just flashy fighting skills, it's a lifelong journey of self-discovery. Dragon Warrior Kung Fu. Call us at 304-350-0646 and learn more today. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV10. Welcome back to this final segment of the Sports Mix brought to you in part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. You can call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343. You can stop by their offices at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. Spencer between Nick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, happy to have you with us here. About a minute and a half, two minutes left in the show today. Uh, tonight, 7 p.m., the Capitals take on the Maple Leafs. Capitals 41-22-10, Maple Leafs 47-20-6. Um, obviously Capitals are winners of three straight, having two big wins over the weekend after, uh, three and oh, now after a players only meeting last week with TJ Oshie leading it. Um, but Sunday's win over the Bruins was, uh, kind of a late scratch there for Nick Backstrom due to body maintenance, uh, caps coaching staff's practicing load management could we see more players coming uh what do we think of load management especially in hockey what's your take on this guys well nick i think is looking at the uh other thing that i just texted into our chat but 
if it keeps the guys healthy, I'm for it, especially the guys that are getting up there in uh, age and seasons with the team. You never know how many are left for Backstrom, so you want to keep them around as long as you can. And they're still winning, so hopefully they get a win tonight against uh, Toronto as well, and we'll see if he's back in the lineup or Do not. Do we see Ovi load managed? Trying to get to 50 goals. Yeah, probably not. I think that'd be a big achievement. I think I read something somewhere about how this one would tie him with Gretzky for all-time 50-goal seasons. Russian machine never breaks, man. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, that'll do it for this edition of the Sports Mix. Uh, tomorrow, special day on the Sports Mix. We'll go from 12 to 1.30. Again, Aaron Byler, Martinsburg baseball coach, joins us at 12.15. And at 1.15, we'll be joined by the new Marshall University Athletic Director, Christian Spears. It's That's not a surprise anymore? Uh, no, we've got to publish it. But that'll do it for this edition of the Sports Mix for Spencer or for Colin, Nick. I'm Spencer. We'll be saying so long. Hey.